90 in the Pew Bibles, Luke chapter 2, verses 5 through 15. Hear the word of God. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born. And she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in clothes and placed him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to men on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. This is the word of God for the people of God. You may be seated. First, I want to say thank you to everybody who wore their ugly Christmas sweaters today so that I didn't look like the only one that's kind of <laughs> odd looking. Well, I still look like I'm the odd looking one, but uh, today, <laughs> yeah. today I want to talk about the wonder of the message. There we go, the wonder of the message. So we've been talking about the wonder of the season, the wonder of, I forgot what last week was already, but we've been talking about the wonder of Christmas. And today is the wonder of the message. Now, what was this message that was given? What was God's message? His message was that the time had come. And this changed everything. Messages can change the world, can't they? Now, on January 9th, 2007, a message was given that changed everything in our world. You know what it was? January 9th, 2007, I don't have mine on me. Steve Jobs told everybody about an invention called the iPhone. Now, some of you are saying, oh, I got Android. Okay, it's a smartphone. That's the message that changed the world. It changed how we communicate with one another. It changed how we send messages to one another. It changed everything. Cell phones are about as popular as televisions now in homes, except that many people have more phones than they do televisions. But did that message really change the world? Was it the greatest message ever changed the world? No. I mean, we could think about messages that were sent. You know, a message can be more than just like a text message or an email or something in a newspaper. Japan kind of tried to send us a message in December of 1941, didn't they? December 7th. And we sent a message back a few years later. Changed the world, didn't, we? didn't it? But no message has changed the world more drastically than the message that came, no, not on that first Christmas, but thousands of years before that, when it was first spoken that it would happen, that a baby would be born, 
that the virgin would have a child and his name would be Emmanuel. Can you imagine what people were thinking when they first heard that, when Isaiah spoke those words? What? The Messiah is going to come from a virgin? How is that possible? But that message came true, and the angels brought that message to the shepherds. So put yourself in their shoes for a moment, okay? So if you can imagine, I don't, know, we, I don't think anybody in here is a shepherd, are they? Okay, I didn't think so. Anybody own a sheepdog? I know somebody does in here. If you are out in the fields, living in the fields, notice the Bible says that they were living in the fields, watching their flocks by night, typical night, right? Just like any other night. And all of a sudden, an angel appears. And it says they were afraid. I think I would be too. I imagine if an angel came here today, right now, and stood right here and started talking to all of us. What would you think? Yeah, what would you think? Think about that for a minute. Okay, they're real, or I never thought I'd ever see one, or oh boy. <laughs> Start thinking about what you did last night. <laughs> well, the angel came and brought a message. They brought news of great joy for the whole world. So this was the most dramatic, life-changing message the world has ever heard, that the time had come that Jesus was to be born. And it really did change the world forever. It changed Judaism, which then gave way to Christianity, which then Satan said, you know what, I need one too, and he created a religion of his own. And it changed everything. But when you get a message from God, how do you take it? Do you believe it right away? Or do you say, I don't know, was that really you, God? I just don't know. But sometimes God will give us a sign. And he did through the angels. He said, a sign shall be given to you. You shall find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. Well, well, hold on a second. You just told us that Christ, the Messiah, was born. And now you're telling us to go look in a manger? I mean, wouldn't he be like in a castle? Or, you know, in some kind of grand place with gold-plated floors and, and candles everywhere? A manger? Really? The one that the sheep eat out of. That's what you're talking about, right, angel? Yes. That's the sign that was given. That's what God does. So... When he gives us a sign, sometimes it's very subtle. It's usually not what you would think. But see, you have to go in faith. They had to go see this baby in faith. And that's what they did. They went to see for themselves. They went to see and they saw a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. So, let's recap this now. An angel appears at Belair First Methodist Church. He says, this Christmas you're going to see a miracle. 
And we're like, okay, what's it going to be? And he gives us a sign of some sort. Are you going to walk out of here today and believe that? Or are you going to walk out of here today and say, what in the world was that? And why didn't I have my iPhone? I think I just turned the volume up. Why didn't I have my iPhone with I could take a picture of it and put it on YouTube or Facebook. No. So what I'm saying is when God gives us a message, sometimes it's not so grand. We're probably not going to be visited by an angel. Some people have been. Some people have seen angels and didn't realize it. Some people have seen angels and realized it after the fact. In fact, I told you this before. I know I saw an angel one time would help me when my car broke down. Because when I went around the corner to thank him, he was gone. And he didn't go in the house of the lady sitting on the porch who said, I didn't see anybody. So you tell me. Anyway, but God does speak to us, and he does give us signs at times. And there's something in the Bible, you know, Jesus says, this wicked generation that asks for a sign. So we might be trying to reconcile in our minds right now. Well, Jesus said, don't ask for a sign. And now the angels are giving them a sign. It comes down to faith. When you ask for a sign, you most often you're asking without faith. You want to be proven because you just can't believe it. But they already had faith, and the sign to, in, to reinforce their faith was that they would see a baby lying in a manger. So they went and saw, and what did they do? They went and spread the word. Wouldn't you? Oh, yeah. If you saw a miracle happen, you'd spread the word, wouldn't you? Because that's what God intends. That when he gives a message, he will sometimes give a sign to go with it to show you, and then he wants you to spread the word. And again, we say, now Phil, Jesus said, don't tell anybody what I just did for you. Yes, but Jesus knew that those people were going to go tell other people. Okay? He wants us to spread the message because, why? Because God's just trying to get his name out there so he can get more likes on Facebook? No. God wants to get the message out so more people will believe, so more people will come to him and follow him and find salvation in him, and heaven will be a little bit more full than it was going to be the day before. So they go out and they spread this message. So I want to ask, what message does God have for you today. We're going to get into this a little bit more in the new year, but I want to give you a little bit of it right now. God speaks to every single one of us, every single day, multiple times a day. Now, I know that some of you would be saying right now, I've never heard, of, heard from him, never. I understand that. There was a time in my life when I said, I've never heard from God. God, why don't I hear from you? And someone told me, he speaks to you every day. So how do you hear from him? That's what we'll get into in the new year, how we hear from him, some ways to hear from him. But I just want you to know that the wonder of the message is that God's message is still coming today. It didn't come 2,000 years ago, and that's it. No more messages. He speaks to us through the Holy Spirit every day. And many times we respond and don't even realize it was God. Have you ever acted on a gut feeling? You've listened to God. 
Sure, not every message is from God. We are human beings. We have our own thoughts. We come up with things, and sometimes good things, that we act on. But there are many times when we act on it and don't realize, until much later, when we look back and we see how it all came together, we realize that was God. So the message for today is that God still is speaking these wonderful messages, maybe not through an angel, but he's speaking to all of our hearts. He knows what we need. He knows where we're hurting. He knows what's breaking our hearts. He knows the pain we have. He knows that we don't like something, like if you don't like going to your job. He knows the relationship issues, the financial issues. He knows it all and he's not ignoring you. He knows about that arthritis in your knee. He knows about those headaches you keep having and you don't know why. He knows that you're worried about paying for Christmas because you put money on the credit card. He knows all of this and he's telling you how you're gonna get through it. But are we listening to the message? Can you imagine those shepherds said, yeah, nice trick. Come on, sheep. And didn't go see the baby? How would that message have been spread? Because this message was spread by those shepherds. They went out and told everybody, and the news spread fast. God still would have got his message out another way. And when God speaks to you and we don't hear it and we don't listen and we ignore it, he still gets that message out through someone else. His message will not fall short. But imagine the blessing you get from him for being a part of that message. I wish we could interview these shepherds. I'm sure they were full of joy that they were chosen. So, how are we spreading his message today? How it's received, we will talk more about in the new year. And how we spread it, we'll talk more about too. But I want you to think about that between now and then. we got two weeks left in this year. Can you believe that? It's almost New Year's Eve. Two weeks from today will be New Year's Eve. So we can enjoy Christmas. We enjoy the celebration of Jesus' birth. But then we'll start talking more about the message and how it's received and spread. But before that, I want to finish with this, because an angel came, gave them good news. There are other angels that come into our lives, and they're not angels of light. They're angels of darkness, disguised as angels of light. Oh, it's, isn't it wonderful? Every year on Halloween, we predict, we say to the world, this is what devil, the devil looks like, this is what demons look like. How do we know? When the Bible tells us they come as angels of light, they're dressed as angels of light. They don't look like they got horns and red eyes. They come as people, sometimes as people who are influenced by them to give us bad messages. Sometimes they speak into our ears. We don't see them giving us bad messages. So we need to be careful to know the message that God gives and know what to do with it. And how do we know the message that God gives? He has a way that he tells us, and it's through the Holy Bible. 
If you hear something that goes against anything that is said in that Bible, you are hearing the wrong thing. If it's very close, like this, this feels like the truth, it looks like the truth, it seems like the truth, but it's just not quite there. That's not the message that God has given. So how do we know the message? How do we receive it? We gotta know the word of God. I know it's hard. I've been studying it for 20 some years now and I still don't have a firm grasp on it. But if you just say, I'm never gonna get it, you will be hearing the wrong message and believing it as the truth a lot. So just be careful. So this Christmas season, we are eight days now away from Christmas. And if you get on social media, you'll hear all kinds of people fighting. Well, there's no way he was born on December 25th. Okay. We have no knowledge that he was born on December 25th. Okay, you're right. But you know what? In 1978, there was such a snowstorm on February 15th that nobody could come to my birthday party. So we celebrated on February 18th. And you know what? They still said happy birthday. I don't care what day he was born, he was born. And that's the message that we need to hear today, that he was born. And when we celebrate it, is okay. God doesn't hate traditions. He hates people who have traditions without faith. We come to this tradition with great faith of knowing who Jesus is and that that message brought by the angels is for us to bring great joy so we can spread it throughout the world and tell people that we have a savior. So Merry Christmas and enjoy your family, your friends, eggnog, whatever you have. Enjoy it and just have faith in knowing that Jesus Christ was born for you, all of you. That's the message of this season. That's the wonder of the message, and that's what God wants us to hear. So let us pray. Father, thank you for the message. Though we hear so many conflicting messages, thank you for filtering out the truth. The only thing that we need to know that matters the most, that changed the world, was that your son was born into this world for the purpose of redeeming us. The greatest message ever told. Thank you for your son. Thank you for the message. Thank you for our relationship with you. May it grow stronger each day. May we love you more than we, tomorrow than we did today. And may we know you more tomorrow than we did today. And we ask us of you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, our final hymn this morning is found on page.